Hi guys, welcome back to the Wings of Fire Fan Wings podcast, where we talk about all things Wings of Fire. But today we will be talking about relationships. The relationship we will be talking about is the relationship between Glory and Deathbringer, also known as Glorybringer. Now, how I would describe their relationship? I would describe it as Glory doesn't openly show her feelings about Deathbringer and tries to hide them whereas Deathbringer openly shows his feelings for Glory. For example, whenever asked about Deathbringer, Glory is kind of like, eh, he's my bodyguard, it doesn't matter. But on the other Talon, every POV that we know of and basically all the people in this fandom don't buy it. Now, on the other Talon, Deathbringer. Deathbringer openly shows his feelings for Glory. That's pretty self-explanatory. Now, here are the top three reasons why I like this ship. Deathbringer is the best. I like to refer to him as Pyreal's worst assassin. Now, from reading the Winglet's book, Assassin, and from basically logic, if I was him, I don't think you should fall in love with the person you're supposed to assassin and then become their bodyguard. I don't think that's logical in any way but i think that is kind of ironic and that makes me love the ship even more second of all i want glory to be happy because i really love glory i also like how this chemistry works as well because glory like i said pretends to not like deathbringer and all the protagonists of the books, especially Winter, for example, less than a day with a meeting, he gets the feeling that Glory likes Deathbringer. So that's one of the things that I love about this ship is that everyone knows it, just Glory's not willing to admit it at all. She's just keeping her straight face on. Her poker face is on. She is not admitting it. I love that about her character. And I'm very excited to see in book 14 if Glorybringer happens and if that ship has any role to play. Because if it does, I want to finally see them get together at the end of the arc. That would be amazing. Or if there's a fourth arc, I'd like to see them get together in the fourth arc. And also, they have all of these great arguments. Whenever they talk in the books, it's an argument no matter how shallow the insults are or if they're not really even insults they're just arguments and I could read about them endlessly because the arguments are so so good that I could read about them again and again and again and again and again and I have read them again and again and again and again and again Now, what will the future hold for this ship? Well, as we saw in Book 6, Moon Rising, Moon has a vision that Firefly is the daughter of Deathbringer and Glory in the future. Now, I think this vision could come true because, one, Glory and Deathbringer are coming together. That is very probable, in my opinion. Because Glory's finally going to give in one day. We don't know how soon that day will be, but she's going to give in one day. 
because she knows she loves Deathbringer, and Deathbringer knows that she, he loves Glory, but she doesn't really express it, while Deathbringer openly expresses it. So, if they have dragonettes, that would be really cool, and I want to see Moon's vision on that come true. And, secondly, will Deathbringer become King of the Nightwings? Because we know that kings only get as much power as their queens let them. Except, the one special exception was Darkstalker. How he took basically the place of a queen as a king. That was the exception. But, in general, kings only have as much power as their queens let them. So, if Deathbringer becomes king of the Rainwings and the Nightwings, how much power will Glory let him have? Glory trusts him a lot as a parent. Like, for example, letting him go into the Rainwing village. That's just one example. I know Glory trusts him a lot. So how much power will he have? Will, it, will he still be the bodyguard? Because, I mean, he could still do that. Or would he actually have some status, like get to do stuff that queens sometimes do? Or run the kingdom when she's gone, like Gil did with Coral, as shown in the um, prologue of Book 9 and what Coral described in Book 2. That's something I'm very curious about, and if they ever get together and they have a child, I really want to see that aspect. So, that's all for this podcast. Thank you for listening, and maybe in the future we will talk about some other relationships, like Ripnami, Turtle Jew, or the love triangle between Kibli, Winter, and Moon. And thank you for listening, and I'll see you all next time.